Today on the Name a Better Duo podcast, we have Julene Winborn. Julene is an experienced commercial actor, industry professional, and interior stylist with over 10 years of experience working in the entertainment industry. Born in New Jersey, she made her way to Michigan and ultimately landed in Los Angeles, California. Julene believes that we are all called to make an impact in this world. Her top priorities will always be her faith, her family, and her vocation, and most of all, to always walk in light and love. Welcome, Julene. Thanks, Renee. Thanks so much. I love Name a Better Doer. I've been looking at it ever since you first started, and I'm excited and just like honored to be on this. So thank you. Oh, that means so much. I'm honored to have you here today. And before we do anything else, I always like to introduce you to our guests by playing a little game called The People Want to Know. Because the people want to know, you know, they want to know who Julene is. We heard a little bit about you in the bio, but we want to know the real you. Three questions. And the first one is, the people want to know, if you could hear any song again for the first time, what would it be? Uh, Jaguar, probably by Victoria Monet. That song just like, is like my soul in lyrics, you know? Like when I first heard that, I was just like, oh my goodness, what is this? And who is she? So yeah, I would say Jaguar. I feel like, cause I'm, she's a newer artist, right? She is, yeah. I love that, like kaleidoscope R&B dreamy kind of sound and I feel like it's my heart and I'm like just haven't really until I was an adult found music in that genre and so now I'm starting to discover more music like that it's like when you finally found your your taste you know so I, I really like that song no so you guys may not know but Jolene was one of my was my roommate when I lived in Los Angeles and you put me on to so much music. Like I'm still like in debt to you to this day for putting me on to Daniel Caesar. And we went to that concert and I'm like obsessed now. <laughs> so that is definitely your vibe, but it's a good vibe. Okay. All of that music is so good. Um, what shows are you watching right now that people want to know? Okay. Well, everybody who knows me loves, I love reality dating shows. Like Right. Yeah. On my Bumble profile, it's like, what does a typical day look for you? <laughs> it's like, what does a typical day look like for you? I'm like, um, after work, I oh, it's like after work, what are you doing? I'm like either working more or watching reality dating TV. Yeah. So yeah, reality dating every everyone you could possibly think of. Oprah's Ready to Love, The Bachelor. Really? Yeah, like just like every. Everyone that's out, I've probably seen it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then Scripted, Ozark is one of my favorite shows. Euphoria, obviously. Euphoria is like the best show on TV, in my opinion. Um, and I hope to be on that show one day. Ooh. But yeah, Euphoria and Ozark, I would say, are my top two. Oh, and Love is Blind, but that goes into like... Have you watched the new season? Of Love is Blind? Yeah yes it's great did you watch it it wasn't as good i haven't watched it yet it's not as good i'm just gonna say this don't get mad at me people but i just feel like the people weren't as good looking this season like i felt like first season everyone was i know i know everyone was everyone was so good looking first season that helps watch that helps you watch the show that helps you get into it you know yeah like i feel like the first thing that was facing it is yeah it was all beautiful people it's like how could you not like any of these people so i feel like this was this season was more realistic which I liked that's true 
but it wasn't as entertaining because they didn't have the crazy girl on it. You know, crazy Hispanic yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she really drove the whole season. Um, but there were some characters on this season for sure. I definitely recommend you watch it. I am just so proud of Lauren and from first the first season. Mm-hmm. Lauren and yeah, I can't think of his name, but they're like three years married. I did not expect anyone to make it that long. I could see them. I could see them. I feel like they um, complement each other well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. I got to get into the second season. Okay. Last thing. Yes. want to know, what is the one thing that you do that before you know it, an hour has passed by? It's like a big time waster. Um, reality dating shows, which are okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I could look up, I could watch... Yeah, okay. I could watch um okay, this is gonna sound corny. Can I say two things? Okay. First thing is I could watch interior design videos on YouTube like for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second thing is talking to my family, FaceTiming them. They don't live here. So sometimes I FaceTime them and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've been on the phone forever. Yeah. So I would say those are two things I could do. Oh, that's nice. Um, that's so sweet. And yeah. we'll get more into that interior design a little bit later, but let's hop into these questions. Because you are an actress, and yeah. I want to ask you first, what what led you down that, that route? Why acting? Um, I'm seeing a psychologist to find the root of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, I'm only I'm only kind of kidding no I mean I, I've I've wanted to act as long as I can remember so it's, it almost feels like it chose me and not the other way around I tell everybody like this story of how I started like when I was a kid I would go into my basement I'd wake up at six in the morning I've always been an early bird I'd go down to my basement while everybody's sleeping pop in a uh, what is it? A tape in this our VHS, yeah. Pop in the VHS and like do the scenes, and then I would rewind them and rewind them and rewind them and just keep doing it over and over. And so it's something I've always been interested in. When I was in elementary, my my dad he tried to find me some stuff on Sesame Street. So it's always been a known thing in my family that Jolene wants to act. Jolene likes acting. So yeah. Yeah, definitely think it's like a natural for you. Jolene will hop into character and it's <laughs> any accent at anything. Like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Do the interview like this. I love it because I will try, I'll try a British accent before you know it, I sound like a southerner. So like, I always commend people who can do it so well and you're one of those people. <laughs> Thank you. Like sometimes when I talk to people from like London, they say like, you need to work on it. It's not good. So like, (laughs) it might just be good to be Americans. The the untrained ear thinks it sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about your transition to Los Angeles. I'm sure acting sparked that interest. Let's Mm. talk about how it happened. What was that move like for you? Well, I was actually very resistant to acting as I got older. Um, it just didn't seem like something that was possible. So instead, I went into television behind the camera. And that's actually what led me to LA is um, I got an internship um, at a pretty, pretty uh, good production company. Um, and I was working there. And I was like, okay, this is my shot. 
you know, I'm staying, I'm staying and I'm going to pursue acting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's how it got started. Well, I talked about your move to LA, but where are you from? So I was born in New Jersey, um, Montclair, New Jersey. And then I moved, my mom got remarried and I moved to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, If you guys have heard of it, put a comment. I'll never forget the first time you said that. I'm like, that is not a place. That's, 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 that's fictional. That's not a real place. It sounds like something in a Dr. Seuss book. Mm-hmm. My mom first told me that that's where we, where we were moving. I was like, Kalama what? Mm-hmm. Like Kalamazoo. I'm like, from Jersey. What? <laughs> where are you taking us? And so, yeah, we ended up going there. And if you've heard of it, type in the comments that you've heard of Kalamazoo. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, so I'm from <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> I said one person. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like negative comments. <laughs> um, so yeah, I moved from Michigan to Cal. I mean, from Michigan to LA. Okay. Okay. So you know, these last two years have been a bit challenging for everyone. It's been a very different experience for each person. How has the pandemic impacted you and your industry? Um, well, I haven't been working much the past couple of years, so it didn't it didn't in, impact me too much. But it, it did allow um, opportunity for people all over to get involved. So when it first started, um, everything was shut down, right? So um, a lot of actors moved. Thankfully, I'm an actor who made our way back, but some may never come back, unfortunately. But um, that's one way. And one thing when I was while I was back in Michigan that I was able to do was virtual casting director workshops. A lot of people weren't working, so there was like tons and tons of casting director workshops. Um, and it was a great opportunity for me to build relationships with casting directors and get seen. Um, and everything slowed down. So really, I could like hone in on that, which was great. Um, now things are, you know, getting someone back to normal, but I don't think casting will ever be the same way again. Now everybody is doing, almost everything is self-tape now. And you can self-tape from anywhere. Yes, if you get like a callback or something, you might have to fly back um, to LA, but you could really still get in the game, I'll say, from anywhere in the world. So that's a big way that it has changed. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of industries have benefited in that way and realizing that you don't have to be present to do, you know, whatever field it may be. I think that it's given a lot more people, giving people freedom to kind of, first of all, move somewhere cheaper if they want to, save some money, <laughs> you know, and still pursue their craft or pursue whatever it is that they're trying to pursue. But like you said, I'm glad that you were able to to get back there because there there's something different about just breathing that LA air and as a creative, especially being around other, so many other creatives. I say that all the time. Like it's one thing, you know, cause I am one of those people that move back home. It's one thing to like kind of have more freedom because I'm back home, but it's just something about being other people who have that same drive as you and are on that same, you know, path as you, it kind of fuels you and, and makes you go after it even more, you know? That's really spot on. As soon as I moved back, I felt just like the cohesive energy of everyone around me who's pursuing stuff in the arts. And it, like you said, it fuels you for yeah. sure. It motivates you. Yeah. Uh, keeps you on track. 
Exactly. I did work a little bit during the pandemic, I will say. I did a proactive commercial and that was different in that I would say the only thing different about that was the COVID stuff, right? So I had to do all these COVID tests constantly and mask up. So I would say when you're actually on set, um, aside from the um, self tapes, when you're on set, that is another thing that's different is all the new COVID uh, restrictions. I think they even now have COVID positions. It's like a new job, someone who is just like in charge of all COVID stuff on yeah. set. Yes, it is. It's a whole role now. It's crazy. Yep. But hey, more people getting paid. Um, <laughs> you mentioned acting courses. How important do you think it is to continue to take those courses and dive into the craft in that way? I think it's really important. I think even the greats tr train, you know, no matter what you do, it never be too, like, always be humble enough to keep learning, you know, like, you can only get better and better and better. So I think training is super important. I actually um, putting a payment down tomorrow for another class that I just found. So it's really important. Yeah, I agree. I think with anything, you have to keep learning. I told you <laughs> offline, I was telling you how I've been diving into stock options. And as much as I've learned, I'm like, every day I feel like I need to study something because there's always something else that I don't know. <laughs> So I feel like whatever you're doing, like you have to take the time as tedious as it can be to study and get to learn what it is you're trying to master. Um, you briefly, you know, mentioned that you obsess over interior design videos. <laughs> you have now, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. I know you that you've always been into like home interior and like really making a space look nice, but now you're actually pursuing that professionally as well. So how did you get into that and tell us how that journey has been for you? It's been really fun. I am, you know, acting is kind of a slow burn. And so it's nice to be able to like, just do something creatively without any kind of restrictions. Um, how did I get into it? I think it just started like with like word of mouth. And I, I started posting my room makeovers online. So at first it had to do with me, like I've done it a lot. And then I remember my one friend in particular, my friend Malak, she wanted her studio apartment transformed into like a yoga studio. And I was like, let me do it for you. I'm really good at it. Like, trust me, trust me, I can do it. And so I did that and I did a really good job and she ended up having classes there and I posted it on social media. And I think that was really when the ball started rolling with people like seeing, oh, like she does this, you know, that was like the first time. And so from that point on, I would get more and more people reaching out saying, hey, I saw you do this because you did my space. Hey, could you do my space? And that led to Home-Based Market, which is my um, interior design company. Um, but my website is Julene Winborn Interiors. Okay. Yeah. And you have a YouTube channel, which by the way, you do your own editing for your YouTube channel? I do, I do my own filming and my own editing. Right now, I'm, I, I was like, you know what? I don't have a camera yet, but I'm not gonna let that stop me. So I just got my phone and what? yeah, I did everything on my phone. When I tell you, it looks like, I feel like I'm watching HGTV when I watch it. Like I've, I've had family members watch it. I said, like, uh -huh. you've got to see this. Like, it's so good. <laughs> and so like, it feels like you're watching any show on HGTV, like 
Thank you. I see that in the future for you. You know, like I feel like it's so important to have more than one hobby and passion, and and to be able to turn that hobby or passion into something lucrative is what it's all about. You know, because a lot of us end up just doing these jobs just to pay the bills. But like when you can find something that you really love to do and pour into it, like you have been, like to do it on your phone, and then it looks like it does on YouTube, like it looks like a legit TV show. And so I think that that's definitely going to be something that's going to be a moneymaker for you because you're super talented. So check that out. JuliewinbornInteriors.com. Yes, you can buy my pricing on there. Um, Yeah, I offer virtual packages. So for people who aren't in, I, I was getting a lot of people from out of town say, oh my gosh, if only you were here or you know, or a lot of people who have a lot um, lower budget. So I came up with a virtual package where no matter where you are, if you, it's $300, but I will do the entire space for you. I'll design the space. Sure. So I'll give you a shopping list. I'll lay out all the furniture in the floor plan. I'll pick the colors. I'll literally do everything except for physically be there putting everything. So you get a design space like package to you. You just have to like move stuff around. I love that idea. That is so cool. Because a lot of people, we go on Pinterest and we have all the ideas, but when we go to try to do it, it just isn't the same. <laughs> and you go to World Market or TJ Maxx or wherever you go to find your at home or whatever to find your stuff. And you buy all this stuff and now you're, now what? You know? So to have an expert like yourself help with that process is amazing. Even if it's virtually, I love that. Thank you. So you're an artist, you know, clearly with all the things that you do are very creative. How important is it to you to express yourself creatively in unique ways? So important. um, It's just who I am. So if if I'm not creating, then I'm not living fully in myself. And that leads to other things, you know, like not to like take a dark turn but like <laughs> if I'm not being creative that could lead to like me not being in such a good mood or not or you know like if you if you're not living in your path I think all these other things come with that yeah. and so you know I'm not sure if I'm answering the question but I mean I feel like if you are a creative person you need to find some way to be creative even if it's not like for me acting right like I said it was a slow burn so I went and like used my creativity for something else that I enjoyed um it's really important for your health to be creative if you're a creative person no I completely agree and that's gonna lead to my next question because I feel like a lot of people I feel like it's a big argument on whether or not everyone is creative and I feel like everyone is it just looks different for every person I feel like we were all created to create yeah, I feel like everyone finds pleasure or fulfillment in the something that they've produced, you know, like seeing something birth, you know, whatever you like envision in your head and to see it actually come to life, like that provides fulfillment. I feel like for everyone, it just may not look the same for you. It might be, you know, interior design for me, it might be producing a podcast or, you know, but I feel like everyone has that thing that's like, oh man, I did that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just some type of, you might cook a meal and be like, oh, wow, I did that. Yeah. yeah. So Everyone I, has creativity in them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
that, that's one of the things when I say, are you a creative? I, I don't really mean that because I feel like everyone is, you know, mm -hmm. everyone is a creative in their own way. It's like, how do you express your creativity? How do you no. express it? You know, <laughs> so very to ask, but like, how do you express your creativity? You know, everyone has their own way. My friend, he has this like tattoo that says create on his hand. I'm like, I really like that, you know, because like, that's what we all do. We create in our own way, just like you said. So I love that. And it's a yeah. constant reminder, like to see that on his hand. It's a constant <laughs> reminder to like do that. Because I feel like the times where I'm not my best self or where I'm not my happiest is when I'm not creating. Same. You know, like when I am like in a place of stagnancy or just feeling like I'm just going by routine and not actually seeing something new, you know, mm -hmm. giving life to something new is when I'm just like, you know, I get in that pit. So yeah. Yeah. have that reminder, create girl. When you're feeling down, go do something and create, you know? Yep. And I, I agree. That's the same thing. I had to teach myself that for a while. I would feel a slump. It's like, get up and create something you know i'm gonna get a little neon sign above my desk that just says create i love that i love that so what have you learned you talked about the slow burn of acting and i know that it's like you know a dog eat dog world in that in that industry what have you learned about yourself and just about life in general through that process i love this question um I was just telling this to a friend the other day is that I learned about myself that I, so I, I moved to Los Angeles about, I, I would say I've been here a total like six to six and a half years, right? But I didn't really start fully pursuing acting until maybe year, like three years in. Um, and so I learned that I'm very entitled Ooh. and I felt for the longest I, I I was a little bit angry about the whole system and how the system works mm -hmm. and I felt I'm so talented I should be given a role like because I have talent you know this person they're a model they're not even an actor right. you know why do they get it <laughs> I could do that role so much better because I have talent. Why shouldn't I, I should have the role. And recently I just realized like, you don't get anywhere just because you're talented. You need to work your butt off. You know, nothing is handed to you in life with anything. Stop blaming people around you. Stop being negative and do what you need to do to make your dreams happen for yourself. You don't get to do this just because you're talented. There's a million talented people. You need to overwork them. And if, if you really want it, that's what you're going to do. It's all up to you and God, you know, like, and so that's one thing that I learned about myself. And it took me a while um, to realize that because um, I wasn't really having a lot of success. Like I've done a handful of commercials, which I am grateful for. Not everybody can say that. But I was just like, man, why isn't it happening? You know, like you have relatives like, so how's acting going? It's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, you know, because I don't have anything like any updates. But I, I think it's definitely like a mind shift change for me. And I think you also in this industry have to like, always see that it's going to happen. You always have to have the mindset that it's going to happen. You just have to keep doing it. Once you start doubting yourself and thinking that it might not happen, 
that's when you get into the danger zone, you know? Um, so yeah, those are some things I've learned. And then just, you know, navigating the industry, like what classes to take, what not, like how, how to get in the doors. Like I didn't know for the first, for a while that casting director workshops were a thing. Like I was like, oh, you do these auditions and you talk to, and they see you, oh, okay. You have relationships with, like, so like just little things that, basic things. And I still, I'm sure there's so much other stuff I still don't know, you know? Um, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like constantly learning, constantly being in class, constantly being around other actors um, and learning from each other. So yeah. This is so good. I needed this conversation today because <laughs> I was having a day and I'm like, you know what, when I'm done, I'm just gonna go watch one of my TV shows. But I'm like, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> and that's the reason why you're stressed. Why don't you go do something? Like we said, create, you know, and produce. But no, like what you said is so real because there's so many people with talent, like you said. And I've heard that all the time. Oh, you should do this. You're so good at this. But until I buckled down and actually started doing, pursuing that with like full force and like putting in the work, like you said, I really believe that's what separates the successful from the unsuccessful. Some of the greatest artists aren't the best singers. They just mm -hmm. did the work, you know? They just really, really put in the time and connected and did the networking and did all the things, you know, that it requires to be successful. So, you know, like, and then there's so many great, talented people who aren't doing the things that they're great and talented at. So it, it's not about that. And we do have to shift that mindset of entitlement and realize like, hey, I'm, yes, I'm talented, acknowledge that, but I also have to put in the work that's, that's what is going to get me to the next level and allow me to succeed. I love that, Jim. I, I want to add something too. I am reading this book called The Obstacle is the Way. And I had it in my cart for like months and I finally was like, okay, my Amazon cart, let me get it. It's really helping me. It's like teaching me to see obstacles as opportunities. Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing just in life, people get so discouraged with the first couple of no's. And instead of like training yourself to almost get excited at the no, yeah. like, okay, all right, well, what else can I do? You know, like, and I think that's another thing with me. I would get so discouraged for the longest time. And this is not the industry to do that, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure anybody in any other industry, like whether you're studying law, whether you're a parent with a difficult child, like anything at all, like, it teaches you how to overcome obstacles and like change your mindset when it comes to obstacles. So I wanted to add that because that's, that's a, the obstacle is the way. Obstacle is the way. I forget the. Find it and put it oh, in the I'm looking at it right now, <laughs> but if I get up, you guys might see that I'm wearing sweatpants underneath this. So. So. <laughs> no, that is so, so really, that's so good because I feel like we all go through that. And I think that we need that constant reminder, you know, like I can't tell you the amount of times that I've taken a no and thought it was a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, no, that just means it, it could be that that's a possibility, but it could also mean that you just need to keep going, you know, because you're going to hear no. Everyone's mm -hmm. not going to love you. Everyone's not going to think that you're the best. But, you know, if you can push through those no's, that's again, what allows you to be successful is being able to push through those no's. So I love that. 
Did you watch the Kanye documentary? I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it's amazing. Girl, if you watch that, you'd be like, I have not been working hard enough, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Kanye, like, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy, like, the hustle was real. Like, I was like, wow, like, he, wow. I have so much more respect for him after watching that. Everybody yeah. says that, you know? Yeah. And I feel like everyone, a lot of people were on the, like, off the Kanye bandwagon because of the stuff he does and how you know crazy he can be but everyone that I've talked to has said no like Kanye I respect him so much more now so I need to watch it yeah watch it I definitely need to watch it it takes that whole obstacle thing that we talked about to a whole nother level yeah I feel like that's too when they talk about genius because they throw that word around a lot with Kanye I feel like that is a form of genius being able to, I feel like Michael Jordan has that. I don't know if you watch his documentary, The Last Dance, like people that are fueled by no's or like by negative, someone speaking negatively about their talent. To me, that's genius because a lot of us let that crush them. A lot yeah. of us, you know, let, let that defeat us and, and feel like, okay, that's a sign. I can't, I can't do this. This isn't for me. Let me try something else. You know, yeah. people that are like, you said no, bet. Let me show you. That's a whole nother level of genius to me to be able to 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 face obstacles in that way. So, That's good. Or yeah. the people who don't even try just at the thought that yeah. someone say no. You yeah. know, it's like nobody even said no yet. You're scared of the idea that you'll get a no. You yeah. know? How yeah. weak-minded is that? You know, and I've been that person where I'm just like, I shrivel up at that. And it's like, no. You know, you have to be strong-minded in that way and continue to pursue what it is because you're passionate about it. You're passionate about it for a reason. And like you said earlier, I love that you said, like, you have to see it, you know, like you have to really envision it. I feel like that's one of the things I've been working on lately. It's just like, you know, it, more than just like creating a, a vision plan or whatever, like just seeing it, like actually envisioning myself where I want to be so that it can almost be like, it's mine, you know, it's a second nature for me. Mm -hmm. that belongs to me you know <laughs> absolutely what would you say Jolene inspires you I just like really inspires me how actually in acting just in in life in general what gets you like gets you moving what gets you like motivated um exercise gets me moving and motivated Mm -hmm. um really good raw truthful art um I'll mention euphoria again that show inspires me to write inspires me to act you know um cat videos <laughs> I'm sorry you know what I wasn't even thinking about that when I said that Renee doesn't like cats, people. She sends them to me to be funny, and it's not funny at all. I instantly delete, and I almost blocked her a few times. <laughs> the cat feels they warm my heart. Like, they inspire me. Like, if I'm having a bad day, like, in the morning, let's say, okay, in the mornings now, I try not to look at my phone. I try to meditate. On a good day, mm -hmm. I will not look at my phone when I wake up. I will sit in silence for a minute. And then I'll start meditating and praying. Um, but on those days where I just start looking and I maybe see something that puts me down, I'll look at a cat video and it'll just motivate me and inspire me, you know. Well, you know. Where is people? Everybody has their thing and that's 
do your thing. Um, next question. <laughs> well, what would you tell your 18 year old self? Hmm. Um, what would I tell my 18 year old self? Hmm. Don't talk to that guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I would be like, first of all, it was only two years ago, but um. <laughs> I would say, um, you know, just keep going, keep your head up and keep going. And that all great things come with time to so just keep at it. Continue to walk in love, continue to go for your passions. You know, everything okay. comes in time. That's good. Cause I think at 18, you're, you put the pressure on yourself. And I feel like society kind of does too, to like, you go to college, you supposed to declare major. So you're like supposed to, you know, plan out your whole destiny at 18 years old. And it's like, you know, your brain's not even fully developed yet. Your brain's not even fully developed yet. You know, nothing at 18. Okay. Like <laughs> it's your, you, know, nothing and you think, you know, everything. Exactly. And it's like your first, you know, step out into adulthood and it's just like who expects you to know the rest of your life at 18 but mm -hmm. it boggles my mind so I think that a lot of us could if we could go back and talk to that 18 year old would have a lot to say about just chill okay <laughs> chill and take your time like you said that's that's the perfect way to to talk to that 18 year old like you've got time okay you've mm -hmm. got time but but at the same time, be aware because mm -hmm. everything you're doing kind of impacts your future. So absolutely. Yeah. That's why I say go for your passions, like go for it. Yeah. When I say take your time, mean, mean, meaning like it's not going to happen right away. It's possible, but don't do it for the en enjoyment, enjoy the journey. You know, don't have such expectations for immediate gratification. Mm. I that. And I enjoyed this conversation. This has been fun. It's been a yeah. and I learned more about you. The people learn more about you and let the people know where they can find you. You can find me on Insta. My Instagram is Julene Winborn. That's J-U-L. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should actually spell it for you. because yeah, will spell it wrong. <laughs> It's J-U-L-I-E-N-E-W-I-N-B-O-R-N-E. -E -E. So Instagram is Julene Winborn. And then if you are interested in interior design stuff, um, you can find um, my website is JuleneWinbornInteriors.com. And if you are interested in acting opportunities, you can find my IMDB on my Instagram page or send me a DM. Yeah, Thank you so much for being here today, Jelaine. I have fun. Thanks for having me, Renee. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to finally have been on. Yes, we'll have to come back sometime. And thank <laughs> you everyone for watching and or listening to the Name a Better Duo podcast. Until next time, have an amazing week. Bye, Bye. guys.